Serena and his Extreme Rewinds, your weekly look into the world of extremes. We look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401, very pay-per-view special, and now ECW and TNN in between. You, myself, Paul, and I'm joined, as always, by Jay. What's happening, Jay? It has brought to my attention that some of my comments last week were not actually um, published by uh, our our sponsor at by our, our station that holds us uh so you wouldn't have heard me talk about spotify and all the stuff that they've done um which is probably for the best to be honest <laughs> i think at some point we are going to hit up spotify and they're just going <laughs> to fuck with these people <laughs> why, why are they us <laughs> we're getting them to use anchor it's all free we upload it everywhere they need to go what they got with us yeah it's not true we love you bye I'm just trying to be, well, I was going to say current, but it's current for a show that's 22 years old, so I don't know if that counts. Just don't work yourself into a shoot, Spotify. Yes. Brother, this, brother. my friend, is a shoot. We actually don't mind being on Spotify. Nice. No, it's pretty useful, to be fair. Yeah. Um, this week, we're back in June 2000. We look at East W on TNN, episode 43 for the 16th of June 2000. And Hardcore TV, just the next night, during the 17th, 2000, episode 373. And in simple terms, that means just two weeks away from our next Mount Rushmore. It's true. And about a month away from Heatwave. Well, which is very apt, because I think NXT have got Heatwave coming up, have they not? I, think I don't know. Next, I think that's their next event, is NXT Heatwave. Oh. In continuing their own tributes. By mistake. So, so there you go. And I think they're going to have a stairway to hell match. They're not. But, um, yeah. It's going to be censored. Because whether stairway to hell is going to be censored was a big talking point in this week's show. Mm, but I'm sure that's their um, yeah, positive the next thing. Um, we're going to kick off on the Friday, like we always do, ECW on TNN. Not that you'd know it's on TNN, unless you watch the show. Uh, episode 43. <laughs> June 16th, 2000. Like thank you for that. <laughs> Show kicks off with the Sandman getting put in the back of an ambulance. Oh, my God. It's brutal. Um, it it's brutal. brutal. I can't believe how brutal that beatdown was. And, um, you wouldn't have to imagine how brutal the beatdown was. I mean, you have to imagine how brutal the beatdown was. Well, yeah, no, because, um, yeah, it's just so bad you can't see it. Just like when Laurie Fullington was beaten up, it's so bad they, they couldn't show a replay on pay-per-view, but they could show you every episode since. Yes. Uh, Dawn Marie's coming back to ECW. Yes. I guess it's sort of almost teased that she was going to WCW in the way they sort of worded it. I felt like they almost sort of teased that she might have gone with Lance, but she's chosen not to go with Lance. Yeah, I think it was totally her choice to, to stay with ECW. Unfinished business. Yes. Um, also, with, we're going to get that, Jerry... that bitch that cost her everything. Uh, I, I don't know what, but yes. Watch out, Francine. She's coming for you. 
And also, Jerry Lynn is going to challenge just incredible for that World Heavyweight title tonight. It's all coming in action-packed edition of TNN. Um, Joe Styles and Joe Gertner in the ring of his usual style intro. Cyrus comes out, has a bit of massive heat, and he pisses everyone off. Uh, gets into a little spat with both of them. So was he... Because, I mean, the whole thing is about how he interrupts Joe Gertner. Yeah. Joe Gertner had pretty much finished... Well, that's the thing. The interruption is less and less now. I mean, he, he kind of just like, you know, came out afterwards rather than interrupted. Very much so. I, I thought it was very much just going to be he stops him every week until eventually he has enough and they get into a fight. But now he just sort of comes out after. Um, they get into a little spat. Joe Gertner says he's going to kick Cyrus's ass. Rhino comes out and kills Joe Gertner. Joey Style then sort of tries to get involved, gets beaten. Eventually, Dreamer comes out to make the save and um, gets outnumbered until RVD comes out for a double save. Team Extreme. Now, um, Joe Gertner and Joey Styles in the ring chatting. Yep. Um... Uh, and uh, Cyrus comes out. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cyrus comes out. Joel Gertner gets cross. They have a row. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Um, they have a row. It turns out not to be a fair fight. The network run out. And start beating on Joel Gertner and and you know holding Joey Styles back, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I understand that. Yeah. Tommy Dreamer runs out to make the save. There's like twenty-seven people feuding with the network at the moment. More by the end of this show. Yeah. None of them are Tommy Dreamer. No. He's feuding with, with Just Incredible, kind of. Just Incredible's not out there. He's not beating him down. He's not, you know, one of the, the network. Just Incredible is, you know, aligned with the network in the sense that, you know, we're all bad guys, guru. But he's not part of the network. He's not he's not one of their number, as is made infinitely clear throughout this show. So, why is Captain ECW the one that has to run out and, and make the save? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, well, I know that the fact that he loves a, a pop will sort of get him involved. He does. But- this is true. But I just, like I said, generally, he needs to just sort of sort of go off and do enough bits and focus on his own feud and help sort of that because... I mean, talking about his own feud would start or, or trying to build his own feud rather than this whole kind of, you know, you son of a bitch, I'm, I'm coming for you, except I'm then going to run away, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. 
I don't understand. I don't understand why why it has to be him coming out to 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 do this. Um, I feel it takes away from everyone else because everyone else is is secondary to the fact that he's come out to make the save. And then RVD. RVD makes perfect sense. Yeah, RVD coming out of the network's been a constant yep. doing out. Yep, they cost him the US title, uh, the, the TV title. Uh, yeah, TV title. All of this... Hundred ways, yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah, I just didn't. And also, there's someone who emerges later on in a random come out that you could have had in a surprise come out here and would have made perfect sense. Well, not perfect sense, but it would have made more sense and more sense. The, same, the same reaction, if not bigger. Yes, yeah, obviously, about that teasing too much, basically. I mean. Talking about New Jack, but we'll get to that later on. But if he had come out here, yeah, but again, he's going to run out and get involved in a match that has nothing to do with him in a whole kind of like, yeah, so you know, oh, he's here too as well. Well, Why not have him come out and do that there then? You could have had him get involved in the whole team extreme thing, especially if your entire um, theme of the show is going to be about how ECW is being censored by the network. Exactly. Because apparently you're not allowed to call the network executives pig fuckers on their show. I'm as shocked as everyone. Old um, a little bit Puritan, isn't it? Um, but, you know, if you're going to do the anti-censor, like, rally... No one better. Yeah, I mean, you know, the only person possibly better is is Sandman, but you've already laid him out twenty seven times, so can't do Sandman. And also, you could have led to a really half decent um, Carino New Jack kind of pay per view match. Yeah, which would have been you know Carino and Jack victory against New Jack, and it would have almost worked because New Jack could have cut a promo on Jack Victory saying what the fuck happened to you. Yeah, you were there with uh, Dudley's. We've been in wars, and now look at you. Carino's yeah. got a win over New Jack, so you know he's got the yeah, ability pick. to do the 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 boasty boasty. It just would have been such an easy sort of runoff feud for a couple of weeks or pay per view, whatever you wanted to do with it. But it would have worked. But we didn't get that, and and um, no, we yeah, did not. Dreamer came out. <sighs> yes, he did. Uh, we then cut to just incredible kind of promo. The promo is not really important. What's important is Rhino sort of comes out and they have a little pop and they get into a little spat, a little kind of drag apart and teasing. <sighs> it's just incredible friends of the network or they all enemies. I mean, again, your heels are now chirping at each other. Uh, is, is anyone crying out for a just incredible rhino feud is 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 that what we're seeing here the things are especially not at the moment i mean there's enough going on i mean because obviously just incredible obviously is technically in a feud with dreamer yep and uh, obviously rhino's in a feud with the rest of the roster yep 
So be nice for Rhino not to feud with Sora. I understand elevating Rhino and all that, but Credible's not the guy. Like, wait, wait for Sora. But you've to got. Beat him. You've got Rhino with a championship. You've got everyone kind of, you know, there's only so much you can do with Rhino in the sense of, you know, he's he's your champion. He's your destroyer. He's, he's you know, gone through and run through everyone and everything. If anything... Just, just let him do that for a minute, yeah? Yeah, if anything, if they have interaction, it'd make more sense for Credible to almost approach Rhino and try to convince him... <sighs> to form a new impact players with him so he works with him rather than against him to keep him away from him because he knows he's a threat kind of you know if they were to have an interaction they could have gone down that route yeah I I think they could have done a few things but it just feels bizarre that what they did was um... they've teased obviously there's tension between them and how it unfolds later tonight it is basically the main aim of this segment uh, we see Joe a Gunn week after take... they were dream partners or yeah well one week after they were dream partners <laughs> oh yeah that as well best uh, friends better enemies we get we see Joel Gertner the mega powers explode Joel Gertner getting taken off to in an ambulance and Cyrus basically saying <laughs> he needs a full anal probe but, but again this feels like flip reverse because that sort of feels like that should be a face saying it about a heel. Getting comeuppance, especially yeah, in so, this time frame, yeah. So if Joel Gertner came up and said about Cyrus needs a full anal probe, that would fit into Joel Gertner's character and be you know, somewhat sort of funny and relevant to... Yeah, Cyrus gets his comeuppance. Yeah, but it's not. Um, first match of the evening, Kid Cash... Beating a debut in Easy Money. Um, decent match. Cash is on a bit of a streak at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that debuts. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, good match. I mean, Easy Money looks good. Hammer gets involved at the end. Cash sort of goes on. You can see, obviously, there's a, there's a feud brewing between um, Cash and these two, which is fine gets a little bit confusing as we sort of obviously alluded to at the beginning when New Jack comes out to make the save when New Jack and Cash obviously don't have any interaction before no. or after really that I'm aware of New Jack and Hamrick nothing New Jack no. and Easy Money nothing you know we, it's it's not like you know and, and I say this being pleasantly surprised that it's not but it's not like, you know, the Baldies are beating him up and therefore out he comes. Um, yeah, he was just in the back. Chose to have a fight. These lot will do. Off we go. Yeah, so we've got that. Um, a really random segment with Sinister Minister, um, Mikey Balls Mahoney. This one both so, goes. Yeah, so this is the... Um, uh, this is the censorship rant. Um, so, you know, this is America and they're against censorship and, and you know, you can't censor us and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, so you've got this weird pairing of, of Mikey Whitbrick and Balls Mahoney and, and we'll see that again shortly. Um, uh, and you, you wonder kind of whether they were 
kind of in the search for a tag team partner for Mikey and kind of trying it on. Yeah. Um, you know, surrounded by a whole load of people in like metal t-shirts because, you know, obviously they're going to be the ones who are feeling strongly about holding up the American constitution. Um, and there's a guy in the background holding an American flag. And uh, Mikey does, like, hums a, a, a patriotic-style song. Yeah. Uh, which the sinister mister makes a joke about him being a good hummer, at which point Projadette appears. She was under the podium. She's crossed because she was the one doing the humming. Um, which everyone thinks is hilarious. Um, I don't quite get why she's there. Agreed. So yeah, it's just a very weird, and it's all this kind of like you know the network is censoring us. You you, you threaten them to. You know, you threaten them to go further. They've left you on the air. They've just censored you. Yeah, it just seemed really like, again, just really confusing with it all, if I'm honest. Didn't quite I'm, get... I'm less and less sure what ECW thought was going to happen here. Um, and they're, they're, just, they're, they're just wildly aiming. So, you know, you can't censor me is their battle cry for this week. And it goes into plugging the pay-per-view as well. Um, yeah, it's just a very strange kind of line to draw about, you know, we will not be censored. You you were censored because you were slagging off the people who put your TV on. That's... But yeah. Yeah, no, just all... Um... Yeah, very bizarre. Um, we get Credible and Rhino going at it again. That's what people want. And that leads into the heavyweight title match. Uh, just incredible. The champion defended his title against Jerry Lynn. Now, um, did you know? And I, and I know you're a you're a student of the game, so you probably did. Did you know that whilst they've feuded for the longest of times, and you know, partially because they were uh, debuted like a week apart from each other, um, actually. They're even, almost, in the, the number of wins they hold. So uh, they've done the maths, they've counted the numbers, and Jerry Lynn has one less win than um, Just Incredible, which means Jerry Lynn not only could equalise the records here, but could be the champion as well. So that's that's a thing it is a thing I mean I thought if I'm honest that um, Justin Credible was free ahead from my records you're forgetting about that two nights in Tulsa though oh yeah I mean it's easy too I understand why um but you know the 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 47 minute draw and then 
the one where he won after three seconds. I mean, their feud could rival Griff's infamous three-disc Public Enemy set. 37-disc Public Enemy set. Really? Mm-hmm. Jesus. That's where it's Weiss not come back. He's still watching you. <laughs> that, that and he can't find anyone with a DVD player now. And yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, so this is, and again, so, so this is the curse of us watching these in very quick succession. Um, although it has slowed down and we're, we're almost like weekly as they are now, but, um, they do this a lot. There's a few that it's kind of like, you know, Oh, and it just so happens that even though they've been fighting forever, it's actually equal. I mean, Sabu and Taz, in Taz's last match, just so happened that in all the matches they'd ever had, they were equal on the number of wins. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it it's the same old kind of shtick, and it's a bit, just a bit strange that it's kind of like, well, well, they just so happen to be equal in this, I think. It's a tie. Um, but yeah, that, all of that chirping aside and all of that snarkiness aside, um, they don't have bad matches. Yeah, Joe, my notes is basically these guys always deliver, could easily be pay-per-view main event every single time every single time and it really could I mean you could literally do every pay-per-view of them as much as you go oh these again they would still deliver a a fantastic match there's no doubt about that whatsoever you know they are just massively insane they're um, uh, as much as um if you were to say ECW feuds, you put Liv and RVD and maybe Credible with Tommy Dreamer. These two really, their chemistry and everything they did to do, just they do work. They work well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, basically, the end of the match ends. Rhino comes out. Um, looks like he's going to score Just Incredible. Just Incredible jumps over the gore leading him to go Lynn then Credible picks up the three and it's the whole did he mean to is Lynn working with the network did he know about this you know and sort of keeping that kind of story going still but um, yeah interesting all the same yeah it's it's um, yeah I mean uh, it's quite convoluted in what they're trying to do, what they continue to try to do. Uh, but doesn't take away from the fact that it is an incredible match um, when they get together and when they when they fight. Oh, 100%. Like I said, it's outstanding match. They always they always deliver. You've seen it once or whether you've seen it like 30 times. You know, they're always like top draw matches. But Lynn does, I mean, Credible does pick up the win. Um, it's what he should really for a TNN thing. You want to, yes. You know, if you there's a title switch, you want to see. He's it on the champion. If you're going to do it in a whole kind of chicken shit kind of, you know, he shouldn't be, you know, lucky to get away with it. He stole it. Blah blah blah. Um, 
you know, makes sense. That's that's you know, he's he's the heel champ. That that makes mm. perfect sense. Um, always a little bit of a shame that it's continually Jerry Lynn that that, that gets it. Um, yeah, but you know, I'm sure one day his his his, his day will come. Get the big one. But yeah, so the show ends with uh, Justin Incredible and his World Heavyweight title. Takes us to the next night, Hardcore TV, episode 373, June 17th, 2000. Uh, Joe Styles welcomes us to the show as it kicks off with Yoshihiro Tajiri versus Tony DeVito from the Baldies. Um, I didn't mind this because it was a fresh match, to be honest. Um, I feel I say this a fair amount, but um, it was far better than it had any right in being. Um, it was it was uh, a bit of a mix of styles, yeah. But it kind of worked. Um, Tajiri's very good. Um, both of the Baldies kind of understood their their role in this. I think um, the refereeing in ECW is is bizarre, but we know that. Uh, yeah, you know, it was it was it was far more solid than I think it it had right of being. Agreeing. I, I think the only bit that I would say is disappointing um, is, is just the fact that Tajiri beat up pretty much the whole of the Baldies by himself. Yeah, and it kind of um, it's this wavy story of just like I've got no problem with people doing that but then by effect you're almost lowering the stock of New Jack and everyone else that the Baldies have laid to waste so you know Doring and Roadkill who got laid out by them God knows how many times you know you're just making them look even more silly because they're they're even less than just Tajiri well that's it like it's sort of really they like said lowers down, and now he's the person. You know, no one. Oh, I know what I mean. It's just, it's very. Um, it's just very weird. But Tajiri looked like a million bucks, and while they continue to move him up, that's all that matters, right? So it's good. Yeah, except they don't know what they're moving him to, so they're feeding him stuff. Yeah, um, the bodies with no viewers. Yeah, but they're also on on the sub thing sort of help bury the tag division even more as well. Yes. But we're the top teams, but yeah, we'll save that. Uh, they announced Dream Incredible Stairway to Hell match. Even though Dreamer really hasn't done anything to deserve it, in my opinion. No, and, and there's no... I, I always assumed there was some reason as to why this stipulation match occurred. Um, and there's none. Um, there's none in fact there's, there's almost like less than none well I, the whole reason it's a stairway to hell match with barbed wire at the top is to piss off the censors because yeah. you know they said no and we've said you know fuck you we're doing it anyway well yeah which is that's just wrong on wrong again isn't it it's like it, it, it just doesn't the, there are a million reasons as to why you could put these two together in in this match if you if you just thought about it for a minute rather than fuck it this is what we're doing 
Well, that's it. I, I mean, this is this is the most bizarrely built match, and we've seen some bizarrely built matches. It is, and, and now that... it's a stiff match. Where the stip is, you know what the sensors would hate. It's it's wrong on so many levels in the sense that Taz picked Dreamer to defend his title against Dreamer, Mister ECW. Yeah, so that's why he wanted to defend it against him. So yeah, Dreamer won. Dreamer then accepted the challenge. Yep, because he lost. Francine was with Raven, but because Raven and Dreamer made up once Dreamer won the belt, Francine was cool with Dreamer, but not technically with Dreamer. Then Francine then helped Justin Incredible win the title, but that was viewed as her turning on Dreamer, even though she wasn't with Dreamer. And Dreamer, yep, even though wronged... she'd done that previously, yep, exactly. And Dreamer was wronged out of the belt, even though he hadn't really technically earned the shot. He was sort of given it, and then opted to defend it when he really didn't have so, to. Uh, and, and Francine and Raven's, uh, Francine left with Raven because Dreamer and Raven were feuding because even though everyone told Dreamer that Raven wasn't doing this on purpose and was actually trying to help, Dreamer got in a funk and decided he didn't like Raven for what Raven was trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, so then Credible runs out. Credible gets the belt. Because yeah. of Francine and the rest of it. Credible then somehow manages to to blackmail the company not to get Dreamer in the match. Dodging him, dodging him, dodging him. Um, Dreamer, scarred by all of this, hasn't spoken since the last pay-per-view. And then two weeks ago we had you know Credible doing the chasing. Yeah. And and to settle this, they're doing a stairway, stairway tail match. Yeah, I mean, this, this match could have easily been a thing, but I just... Dream's just got to make it a thing, eh? Feels like Justin Credible's gone back and chased him. For him completely doing yeah. nothing. And staying out of his life for most of the time, apart from a little run out and a little brawl. He hasn't really done a lot. So, um, yeah, that's happening. Um, Good. We get highlights of that incredible one, Dawn Marie, which is on the way back, don't you know? We get that sinister uh, minister. So, with the highlights there, with the, the Justin, that's incredible, is because Dawn Marie is coming back to avenge, uh, and we'll be back tonight to avenge uh, Francine um, and to claim the, the title as, you know, the the. the, the Queen of Extreme. Uh, spoilers, she's not back tonight. Soon. Yes, in the, 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 the madcap in Michigan yeah. show. Um, boom, 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 boom. So that happens, we get a Sinister Minutes promo with all the humming and everything we literally just spoke about on TNN. Censorship's um, bad, kids. Sal and Tony Marmaluke are annoyed that, um, no, Sal and Greedo are basically annoyed that Marmaluke's got an FBI shirt on. 
Yeah, so he's set up a match because he's still trying to prove himself. He's set up a match with Whipwreck and a partner of his choosing for Big Sal and himself. Sal is beside himself because he wants to get a chance to get his hands on both the minister and Mikey. Um, uh, but they're pissed off because basically he's gone through their bags and taken out an FBI shirt. And he's going to prove that he is FBI. And we're here for it. Uh, Sam is still in the ambulance. Trying that again. Raven tapping to Scotty from last week. They said his ankle is hurt and he's out indefinitely. He is. They say, <laughs> write Raven off TV, I guess. Must have been a long brainstorming and thing, that. Yep. How are we going to make this stick? Um, and his ankle. His ankle? Yeah. So he's gone. Next match, Bulls, Mahoney and Mikey Whitbrick uh, against the FBI. Uh, Tony Mamaluke and Big Sal. Uh, the match itself, not too bad. Bulls, Mahoney and Mikey Whitbrick win this. The main thing, I would say, pretty much comes after the match when uh, Bulls, Mahoney sort of placed on a table. Table, yeah. Yeah, yep, on the outside. And Big Sal does the classic sort of Cactus Jack spot where he sort of almost runs along the side of the ring and launches himself off and puts him through with the chair sort of. Yeah. So, um, uh, to Tony Mabaluk, I'm not sure of at this point. Um, I can't tell whether he's so good that he makes everything look like it's fucked up and really hurting or he's actually fucking everything up and really hurting. Yeah. Cause he just, he, he ragdolls and bumps in ways that don't feel safe and coordinated and stuff. Um, and, and, you know, I am sure that part of it is, you know, you've come from ECW from WCW after earn your 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 bones and take your bumps. Um but yeah, so that's that's bizarre. Um Sal is being positioned as a monster again, uh which makes me think more and more that we must be due Spike Dudley back anytime soon, and they're trying to build a, a monster for him to come in and squash in 33 seconds. Um, uh, although the spot does look very impressive, he's yeah. a ridiculously large man, and you know, him coming off the, the apron with a chair. Um, it is the Cactus Jack spot, although to claim that Sal ran the, down the apron <laughs> is, is ridiculously generous. Um, and and it lays, you know, balls Mahoney out. Um, and I I I don't know which I have more issue with him selling or not selling the getting laid out. Yeah, because on one instance, you know, him getting up and walking away, and you know, helping walk on his own strength, and you know, collapsing slightly as he he like salutes the crowd and all the rest of it for me undersells what's just gone through but the alternative to that is how many people are you going to have written out 
and carted off by injury in one show. You started with the Sandman. We've got Joel Gertner. We've already heard about Raven being taken out. Um, you know, you, you don't need all of them, do you? No, I don't think so. It's, um, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of weird and, and unnecessarily repetitive. I mean, like Balls has just come back and he's, they've rushed, not to say rushed him back, but he's come back and he's put him back in like nothingness. Yeah, he's and he's no, the victim he's, of a, a feud that he's not even in. Yeah, he's not. He's got no connection to Sinister Minister or Mikey, really. And he's just apart sort of, from the fact that he seems to be a tag team with them now. But again, if if you want to like fold out before the pay per view because you're holding off, give him like a two week program with Rhino or something. Again, it works. You know. Yeah. He can back up whoever's going against Carino. He can he can have a match with Carino. Yeah, him and Carino got history. Show the chair shot a million times. Explain why Carino is scared to fight him, but also wants revenge. Kind of is a natural thing there. It's in the intro. Him and New so. Jack against Easy Money and Hamrick, if that's where you want to go. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Kid Cash versus Easy Money and Hamrick. Great. Is this feud going to move any farther than his feud with Swinger? No. That's the thing. So, I don't know. Um, that happens. RVD promo basically says he's ready to kick someone's ass. Cool. Lynn promo. Griping because he's been given 40 seconds. Yeah, and he's the one who beat RVD and he's the new effing show. That's cool. We um, sort of get a weird debut of um, I think Jean-Pierre Lafitte. I think it's, is it Pierre Outlet here? Outlet, yeah. Uh, the future PCO. Exactly, yeah. Comes to the ring. I didn't know PCO was an ECW original. It's crazy to think he's still um say going strong, but he's still going an impact. <laughs> yeah. It was ROH beforehand. Yeah, former ROH champion. It's a monster. Uh he's in the ring, he attacks the um hardcore ref, um, beats him up, and does he beat him up? It's just basically a quick victory. It's a showcase, really. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's fine. It's nice to see someone on a quote-unquote debut win. Yeah, but he's won against the referee. He has. And I know it's the hardcore ref and blah, blah, blah. He beats but, the Karina. But we've not got any wrestlers he could squash. Yeah, no, well, I get all that. But it's still nice to see, I mean... You know, give it another week. He probably lost to Kid Cash on his debut. Spike Dudley. Spike Dudley, exactly. So you've got to take the small, small wins here, haven't you? But um, it's a good showcase. He got most of his moves and he looked cool. And um, yeah, why not? It's an ECW. Let's see where it goes. It's how long he lasts, more importantly, because I can't imagine being in for a great deal of time. No. Uh, Dorian Roadkill defeat Swinger and Diamond. <sighs> My the thing is that this match is fine, but what overshadows again is just like why why are Swinger and Diamond losing again? I'm not yeah, saying I mean, it feels this, quite definitively, you know, feud killing. It's feud killing. It's team killing. You bring them in. You have the whole thing about Diamond looking for a partner. Diamond finds a partner wants to be taken seriously. He's lost every match. Yes, 
and I get it. He doesn't have to be world champion or a world beater in this. There's other people that are further up on the food chain in that, but still, it's just like, like really? Yeah. You know, and it's just, um, yeah, I don't know. It just feels just disappointing because it's not really, I don't think it's a necessary sort of win. It doesn't, it doesn't really help Doran and Roadkill. It just lowers down Swing and Diamond. No, I mean, right, Doran and Roadkill are in a weird place where, you know, they're, they're, they've got parity booking and everything. You know, they, they, they win one week, they lose the next week with no rhyme nor reason. Um, there's no direction to any of it. Yeah. Well, exactly. There's no direction to any of it because, you know, every single week it seems to be, oh, shit, yeah, we've still not done anything with the tag champions. But again, another easy thing they could have done in the whole of this era and the sunny stuff is, we said before, had Dawn Marie come out with the belts and whoever wins gets belts and Dawn Marie. Which, you know... Yeah. Wouldn't be great today, but of the era, it was very much a thing they sort of did. You know, and she would have then married, managed the um, marriage, managed the team. <laughs> and, you know, it would have been a great way to get her a new tag team, and it'd been a, a way to sort of transition in new tag team champions without overthinking it. The Which Dawn they... Marie in, in, Invitational Competition, or Dick. <laughs> you know, it's, it's bang in what they would do. You know, they could have had great fun with that. That's the thing, and it would have, it would have worked, you know. You could you could have huge segments of Joel Gertner going. So, you know, is this competition going to be going for many many weeks? Um, uh, well, you know, it's going to be a fair, you know, a fair few weeks. Also, it's going to be a long dick, and it's going to be a hard competition. It's going to be the toughest competition. Oh, it's going to be a hard dick, you know. You, you, it writes itself for for ECW in two thousand. That's the thing, and it would have been. A cool segment, and you could have had Doran and Roadkill win, and then they would have had Dawn Marie as their manager, and it would have worked. Or even Diamond, it would have been a good way to get her with Diamond because I think they're a thing at the time. Yeah. And um, but yeah. Anyway. But she's that coming was, back in Milwaukee. She's coming back in Milwaukee. That was the end of the show. The, the, the mayhem in Milwaukee. That was the end of the show. Jay, what was your match of the week? People want to know. Um, uh, so I'm going to be a little bit a little bit controversial on this and I'm not going to pick what was the best match which was Just Incredible and Jerry Lynn just because oh. I've picked it again very very recently Streak you know we're back into the matches in a row of them is done exactly exactly um, I I think Kikash is doing great bits, um, but I'm going to go with uh, Tajiri and DeVito. Wasn't the crispest match on the card, wasn't the greatest match on the card, but it was far better than it needed to be. Um, it, you know, it was creative in a lot of spots. I liked the finish. Um, uh, I liked Angel climbing right the way under the ring, trying to get hold of Tajiri, who'd climbed right the way through and under the ring. Um uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with that just so that it's not always every time they step in a ring is is Jerry Lynn and just incredible. I think that's um, controversial. I think that's no, it's perfect. I think it's fine. I think it's decent. I think it's, it's it's 
it's a good match, good showcase. The Jira is a fresh match, and um, yeah, isn't necessarily pound for pound the best match, but it, but it is in the sense that it was an unexpected, sort of really good match. It's fresh, and that's that kind of carries a lot, I think, at the moment. That's it. Um, as always, get involved in the conversation at underscore sports arena on Instagram and Twitter, or search Extreme Rewinds. You will find us. Um, thank you for your ongoing support. If you just fancy a chat about ECW, have any memories or anything like that, action figures or whatever, just tag us. We always love to see it. We'll definitely share the post and hopefully engage in a little conversation. We'll be back next week for more extreme action as we relive the revolution and we get closer towards our Mount Rushmore. But we'll get into that more next week because it makes more sense. So that's goodbye from me. And from me. So just like Mr. Rob Van Dunn himself. That was the whole fucking show.